got them all flat, so it doesn't make any sense. That, are they completely flat? Yeah, both of them are. Both it doesn't make any sense flat? whatsoever that if we had the... Where's the EQ on mine? Uh, you don't have an EQ. That's the thing. I thought... See, look, right there. we had done that. It's all... No. We did that on all of them because that way we can go back and do it in post. Well, it looks like mine actually has a little more trouble on it than yours does. Yeah. Which... Okay. No, check. no, no. It's the same. It's the same. But we have the, yeah, the compression's flat. It's what it is. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we were like rambling on about this, but we had a slight technical issue because of user error. Are you recording? I am. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ailing, but. I was say, I caught Dave so off guard that he just immediately had to go into like convulsions there. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I've been sick all week. I'm Big Dave. Yeah, uh, it's been yeah, it's been uh, since we recorded last. It's been a couple of weeks, and I mean that is in oh man, has it been a couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this episode. Mm. I'm still, you know, I we have gotten good feedback about some of our rambly episodes I guess to call it for lack of a better term you know of where we just kind of turn the microphones on and go with with little or no idea where we're headed to you know it's like I thought it's that the was podcast me. equivalent of jazz <laughs> okay I don't want to do this anymore speaking of which we, we lost a, a jazz icon Who? today we lost Tony Bennett really yes oh wow I had not seen that yeah, he uh, Tony hmm. Bennett passed away in his nineties. He was right? in his nineties. Yeah, I figured. Wow. He was dealing with uh, some. I think it was Alzheimer's. Oh yeah, and he evidently passed away at home. Okay. This morning. Well, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, so. that's a, Tony Bennett was never quite my. I like Tony Bennett. It's all right. I mean, it's a, but I, I that those those crooners, you know, him and Sinatra, and you know, all uh, Dean, Dean, and. It's just never my bag, man. I just, get it. You know, it, it, don't get me wrong. There's some stuff here and there. I thought it was cool back in the early 90s when Tony Bennett did Unplugged. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. You know, I was like, all right, that's awesome. And the duets albums that he did with all the different like artists. Gaga. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, I, I have heard some of it. It's, it is what it is. So. No, I, I like all those, all that stuff. But yeah. I like a wide variety of music. I do as well. But he just that style of music just never called me. Like I, I said, it. a few songs here and there. You know, I, they're all of those that we, all those artists that we talked about. There, I have a song or two I really like by them. I get it. I um, get it. But I can't sit down and listen to a whole album of it yeah. or anything. So, um, yeah. So now that we got through. That's it. Thanks for bringing the whole thing down, Dave. No. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Uh, this episode, our topic, such that it is, I'm just calling comfort food. Okay. We can talk about legitimate comfort food, but okay. I mean this across the boards of... Like things that you go back to. The things that you will go back to when you've had a bad day or you're not feeling well or you just don't want to get out of bed on a Sunday or something, you know, whatever, whether it's a book or a, a album or television or a movie or certain food or certain places you like to go okay, or whatever it is, you know, of just like these are the things that 
it's just really comforting to be able and go and stay in that place for a, a little while before you have to get okay. back to the real world, you know? All right. Do you want to, I know you're winging it. Do you want to go first or do you want me to kind of set uh, the. It's your topic. Let's, All right. Go ahead. I'll let you go ahead. I you have old. a little bit of a list. I'm here. totally winging it. And I say a little bit because I legitimately have a little bit of a list. And this is going to be, I know this, once the coffee kicks in, you can hear it in the background being made. Yeah, you'll get hyped. Maybe, maybe, you know, this will be a little more exciting than it is right now, but it's been a long day and I have not had nearly enough caffeine. This is also kind of going to be very rambly. I can go ahead and tell you that right now. I know this just from, oh, my, yeah. just from my own when I, was starting to, when I was starting to put some ideas down together on this one. So. Lots of derailings of ideas. Absolutely. I'm going to go my first one. And I'm going into the realm of television. Okay. okay? You know, last year we, we did an episode about Firefly because it's the 20th anniversary, yeah. you know. And I, this week, yeah. rewatched Firefly and Serenity okay. again. Um, I had not... Last year when we did the episode was the first time I had rewatched you know, the, the show and, and movie in many years. Okay. It used to kind of be a, about once a year, you know, cause it's not, I mean, it's like, it's what 13 or ep- 14 episodes in a movie. It's not that yeah. much timed. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can do it over a couple, you know, if you're really bored one day and have nothing else to do whatsoever, you could plow through all of it in a day without any problems. Yeah. But it mainly it's hey you can do this over two or three nights or however long at, at your you know, and I think I went through it in about three nights or three or four nights maybe I think I watched Firefly over three nights and then watched Serenity on the fourth night or something you know okay, and it it's interesting going back and rewatching that show after not watching it as often as I used to to where you kind of give yourself a little bit of distance. Uh, between, you know, when, when I used to watch it, you know, like I said, about once a year or so, sometimes more, you know, it, it kind of depended, you know, it was one of those things that I knew the material so well that it was kind of like, just, you know, like listen to your favorite album for the hundredth time. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I know that at this point where the guitar comes in and this is the blah, 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 you know, it so well, but then whenever you don't listen to it for a long time. And you come back and listen to it again. It's like you still know where all that stuff is. But you hear new stuff. But you start realizing some things that you... Because you had been listening... You had listened to it and become so familiar with it, you were just kind of glazed over top of stuff. Yeah. And it was the same here, you know, with several things. And also being a little older and looking at it with different eyes, you know. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, that's just one. I mean, it's like I have... What I actually had written down... Here under television was syndicated television. Oh yeah, very much. And what I mean by that, and I tried to put it together as best I could, and I can't remember exactly. There was a time, for a long time, in the very late nineties through all the way through the early 2000s and I think even a little bit into the early 20 teens where TBS in the afternoon starting about two o'clock I guess or two or three o'clock or something like that yeah it was a 
they had they well they had a, a basically a four hour block of syndicated television that was. I know for a fact two of these things. The other two kind of moved in and out of, you know, but one, the third one I know was on for a long time. The other one kind of, there were several things that moved through that. But it was a show I really did not like a whole lot. Or it was, first off, it was Home Improvement. Okay. okay. There would be back-to-back episodes of Home Improvement. And then the next hour, like at three would be, or maybe they came on at three and it was four. I uh, Yeah, it was, they, they, they started it at three o'clock it was it was that and then at four o'clock it was no i got that wrong it was two o'clock i take that back it's two o'clock was home improvement at three o'clock was i know yes dear was in that block for a while but they moved several things in and through it okay you know during that time period including what was on at four for the longest time which was um um and of course, now it's completely slipped out of your slipped head. out of my mind. Was it still standing? One with David Spade and Wendy Malick and um, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, it was a David Spade. TV it was. Show. A, he wasn't even a main character. He was like a a supporting character in it. Uh, hold on. It came on like. At the very end of the 90s into the very early 2000s when he was riding high on all that Joe Dirt stuff and everything. Um, and like I said, I know it was him. I know Wendy Malick was... Just Shoot Me. That's what it was. Oh, okay. That's very much different from Still Standing. Yeah, Still Standing was a whole... I just got that. It was, it was uh, Laura San Giacomo, uh, um, San Giacomo uh, Enrico Colantonio, uh, George Segal. That was uh, played yeah. the dad or the grandfather on um, uh, the Goldbergs, Wendy Malick, David Spade. Uh, oh, Brian Posehn was on it. Quite, he was a recurring character. Yeah. on that. I mean, it, it was a good show. That was the yeah. Just shoot me was was in there for a long time, and then the five o'clock hour would be Seinfeld. And like I said, the two middle hours kind of rotated a few things yeah. through over time, you know. But I know from the mid-96, 97, somewhere around in there until, I th- actually, I think Seinfeld still comes on at 6 o'clock. Or actually, no, because now it's um, Big Bang Theory has taken over that yeah. spot. But I think Seinfeld still comes on like somewhere in there or something, you know. Uh, but Home Improvement's been off for probably a decade now. But, I mean, it, it had a really good, like, almost 20-year run. Yeah. And uh, and I know Just Shoot Me was on there for the longest time. Yes, Dear was in that spot for a while, which I hated that show. But it was there. And I would watch it because it was like, look, I know no matter what else is going on in my day. At 2 o'clock, I'm going to get two two episodes of Home Improvement. And at 6 o'clock... Or at five o'clock, I'm going to get two episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah. What's in the middle? I don't care. It's just getting through all the way through that. That's just going to yeah. like numb my mind down to nothing. And just right. <laughs> it's kind of funny that you mentioned Big Bang Theory because that's kind of become one of my new comfort shows. Yeah, and that's it's like if there's nothing else on or I just need something to watch, I can always count on TBS having mm-hmm. a couple hours of I Big think, Bang Theory. I think they had Friends on in there at one point. Yeah, you know, about, and of course, then you get into like local syndication. You know, there were there were a bunch of, like the Simpsons always came on at five o'clock here. 
You would get an episode of The Simpsons, and I forget. I think Seinfeld came on at five thirty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, or locally. Well, you know. I remember at some point during the, those time slots, TNT because TNT and TBS are tied together a little bit. Yeah. Um, always had like the morning slot. It was like Charmed, Charmed, Angel, and, yeah. Supernatural, yep. and um, there was something that was a drama in the AM is what they called it. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. And that was a block that I would watch because I'd be working at the paint store mm-hmm. waiting for my afternoon classes to start. Right. I would go into work in the morning, turn that on, and that's what would be on in the background in the paint right. store while we were working. And that is, getting into that also, was like, you know, the way that I that I watched a lot of the shows that I wound up binging over time was because of syndication. I didn't actually yeah. watch like Buffy. Like I'd ever watched Buffy when it was on the air. It was after it'd been off for a little bit. And I just happened because FX used to show it. They would show it yeah. in the afternoon at three and four central, this central time uh, or two and, or it's two and, is it two and two and three or three and four? I can't remember. But then in like, if you missed the, they, and they showed them sequent, you know, sequentially, but if you missed that day for whatever reason, the next morning at 6 a.m., at 6 and 7, they showed those previous two episodes. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those, like, if you had not, you could actually watch four hours of Buffy over the course of about 12, you know, of eight hours or so, you know, type thing. And then TNT showed Angel, had two, had yeah. back-to-back of Angel in the morning. And then, um, and so that's how I watched those shows initially. Yeah. I, that's how I watched Dawson's Creek because TBS used to have them on in the morning. Oh yeah, you know, and they would show Dawson's Creek. they would show back yeah. to back. Yeah, that's and so I that was one of those. A lot of yeah. those. And so there was a lot of. Of course, this was at a time before DVR. This was still I still had VCR, and I would set the VCR. I would set everything, yeah. you know, and then I would record these. I, I knew when I get home, I'm going to get to watch whatever the show it is that I'm I'm going through. That's how I watched the practice. Yeah, uh, because FX had it on in the mornings, you know, and several other shows like that. And it was always nice to know I'm going to come home. Now, what sucked was if something happened, like the power went out yeah. or, you know, any number of things where it was like, you know, <laughs> it's just up. Uh, same thing in the summer of 2000 when I was still in my middle 20s and had zero care in the world whatsoever. I was unemployed for a few months and I wound up watching the entire run of Beverly Hills 90210 because uh, FX showed it in the afternoon and I always knew I'm going to get two episodes of this in the afternoon and I've got something I can do. Yeah. Again, it was comfort food. It was something I could look forward to that I didn't have to worry about anything else yeah. that was going on during that time period. See, for me, it's it's MASH. MASH is That's a another one. great one, yeah. Because that was something that I used to watch you after I in the evenings after well, the news, you know, no, it was it was what I, you know. I had a little TV in my room, and I would go to bed, and I'd have Mash on watching it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I fell asleep, yeah. And then you know, at midnight, the TV station would cut off, right. and they would all of a sudden well, start hissing. I'd roll over and turn the TV. Mash came on. At, it was double Mash. It came on yeah. after the news on ABC, our, our ABC affiliate channel two here, WKRN. And that was yeah. And then I think Nightline came on after that or something. And then it was yeah. You know. Um, but that kind of stuff, like again, you know, it's and again, all of these shows that we're talking about here, I've seen countless times, countless times. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of it had to do because of the syndication of like, I don't care. This is, and I remember even not all that long ago, 
like in the last six, seven years or something, plopping down for whatever reason one day on the couch and turning on the television, which is not something I do a whole lot anymore and haven't for a while and watch like live television. Yeah. So much, especially this kind of stuff and flipping through the channels. And sure enough on TBS, Seinfeld was coming on. Mm-hmm. And I remember laying on my couch as the sun was going down, watching two episodes of Seinfeld by, you know, episodes of Seinfeld back to back and thinking, God, this is just so nice to know that this is here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, another one for me is um, Westerns. Yeah, movies. Yeah, Western oh, movies. We'll get into movies in a minute. So. Yeah. yeah um. But even like the TV shows, like the old the old Western TV shows like Gunsmoke. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ponderosa. Bonanza. Oh, but not Bonanza. Bonanza. That's what I meant, Bonanza. And uh, like... Yeah, all that uh, alias Smith and Jones or yeah. Wild Wild West or um, uh, a lot of the stuff yeah. that used to come on Nick at Night, right? You know, and I or stuff that we just saw syndicated yeah. over the years. You know, it was from way before Gun us. Smoke, Gun, yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, branded or uh, have or gun the, will the, the rifleman? You know, oh that, the rifleman. Yeah, you remember the old yeah. have gun will travel. Have gun will travel or yeah. uh, uh, Tales of Wolf Fargo or yeah. any, any number of those things. Yeah, I know that it's uh, which were all on like what grit. TV now or yeah. something, you know, and, and again, it's nice. It is. It's like, it's like my dad, you know, on any given day, you know, he's home a lot yeah. these days and he's either watching all the DIY shows. I mean, just constantly watching them one after another, after another, after another, or he's watching. He finally, I finally kind of taught him how to use the DVR Okay. I say kinda. He still hasn't fully figured it out, and you know it's one of those things where he watches uh, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch and uh, oh no, yeah, and uh, the um, Curse of Oak Island. Oh no! And so it's one of those things which is I think hilarious because I'm like, he's always like, yeah, I never heard about this stuff before. I'm like, really? Because I've known about uh, Oak Island for 40 plus years, at least yeah. Skinwalker. I've known for at least a decade and a half. Oh, so, I like, mean, it's like, like two decades. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I've it's been... just kind of one of those things where it's like a hey, welcome to the party. You know, th- yeah. this is a, yeah. <laughs> but, and all the ghost hunter shows. Yeah. I've never yeah. watched any of that stuff, but you know, but there were, there were, I could, I, we could sit here and just list our <coughs> television, syndicated television that we could watch over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. You know I mean? That's uh, believe me. Cause Supernatural is a big one for yeah. me. You know, black 20 years ago, whenever our cable started carrying um, G4 Tech TV, you know, before it just went full full G4, you know, before yeah. they really, like, ruined the show, the, the program and everything. I used that, again, that would be one of those things where I'm like, what's this? I'm just going to sit here and watch these half-hour documentaries about video games or whatever it is for, like, the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, you, oh you're running a marathon of them? I'm here. I know I know every single one of these. I know about Pac-Man. I know about Nolan Bushnell. I know about all this stuff. I'm just going to sit here and watch all these all day long and come back, you know, like a, a couple of days later, sit down, same episodes. And I don't care. I'll sit here and watch them all. Yeah. This is because this is, you know. Um, oh, a couple that always used to get me mm. that sometimes I go back to is the pool tournaments on like ESPN2 okay. or something like that or World Series of Poker mm-hmm. on TV. I'll be flipping through and... Just sit there and watch it. And yeah. all of a sudden it's like, oh, poker game. Yeah. What's going on? Well, you and know... next thing I know, I've lost two hours. I, I haven't done it in a long time, but 
a decade or so ago on the NFL Network. They used to always those top tens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I saw those multiple, multiple, multiple times, and I would sit there and yell at the TV and, you know, about, no, why is it so-and-so, or why the hell are they on here, or, you know, whatever. But I would sit and watch them every time. Or or um, uh, America's Game, you know, yeah. the, you know the, the Super Bowl champions and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, dude, this is all stuff, again, that I have seen God knows how many times, but it's such comfort food of knowing I can sit here and watch this and not have to deal with the rest of the world for a while. Yeah. You know, so. it, it it's you kind of get to sink back into your own little world. You're it's like it's like the perfect lounge chair mm-hmm. to sit in and just kind of mm-hmm. veg metaphorical inch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For like I agree a couple that. hours. All right. We we actually talked quite a bit about television, which I knew we yeah. would, you know. But once again, movies. Movies. Westerns. A lot of the John Wayne stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Tombstone is a okay. huge one for me. I know I've talked about this over and over and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah, everybody take a shot, whatever. But if Tombstone is on, mm-hmm. that's where I'm stopping for the next two hours. I love that movie. I, I can't really explain why. It's fine. It, Val, it is Val, f- that Val Kilmer character. Him as is, Doc Holliday. As Doc yeah, Holliday. I just I love that movie. If I'm flipping, if it's a John Wayne Western, Rio Bravo, Rio Bravo is a great one. Sons of Katie Elder, that's a great one. Uh, McClintock is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, all, it's, all it's those, on the list, but yeah, it's not it's not at the top of mine. The Cowboys or you know, oh, Cowboys something like that would be up there. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, especially you know, um, you said Rio Bravo and uh, El Dorado, El Dorado yeah. but which is essentially the same movie, but they're still great. You oh know? yeah, I mean, yeah. I again, I I. I have done that, like caught like when AMC back when it was yeah, actually you showing do a movies. weekend of John Wayne. Yeah, and I, I literally would like see the same movie three times yeah. over a weekend of like, oh, oh, well, here it is. I'll, I'm I know what I'm doing for the next hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> yeah. If I'm if I'm flipping through and there's a John Wayne cowboy movie on, yeah. I've, I'm, my day is done. I'm watching this one for me back when I was in high school was Young Guns. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not just talking about like I watched that movie a few times. There was a several month period in my life after that hit home video. Yeah. I literally would come home from school every day and plop down on the couch and watch that movie every day after school. I'm not joking when I'm saying when I was 15 years old, Mm -hmm. I could quote that movie from beginning to end. End. and being in that age and dealing so, with all the crap that you're dealing with when you're a teenager in high school and then throw in a healthy dose of depression on top of it all yeah and and anxiety and everything else that comes along you know with it that was the ultimate comfort food for me of just sitting down and watching this movie and so if somebody yeah. walks into a room that you're in and goes Yes. Mount up. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You know, it's like, but I mean, I did. I used to be able to quote that movie from again. Like people at school would like start talking about that movie. Yeah. And I would get over there and start talking to them and they would like start trying to quote the movie. I'm like, no, 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 no. And would literally like go through all the lines. Yeah. And they were just like, dude, you seriously needed a hobby other than this or something, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but but that was that was one of those movies for me that just, you know, 
when I got older, and it's a movie we covered on here that not a lot of people cared about that we covered it, uh, the movie or the documentary, The King of Kong. Yeah. You know, I saw that movie in theaters when it was released. When it was uh, 07, I think it was, you know. Was it 07 or 08? I don't remember. But it was one of those things where, again, it was that familiarity of, of something kind of, well, something from my childhood, the, whole, the Donkey Kong. Yeah. Of me was on the verge, or was going through a divorce and really dealing with a whole lot of other side, a drinking problem. And again, back with the depression and the anxiety and all that kind of crap. Yeah. And so it was one of those things that when I finally got a hold of that movie, once it finally hit DVD, I watched it all the time because it was that whole, the way that they frame the narrative. Now there's some questions about what really happened, you know, here and there and all that kind of stuff. And we can all agree that Billy Mitchell's a cheater, but it's still one of those things where it's, that good versus evil in yeah. a lot of ways. And the, the guy that like, you know, seems to have everything going for him and the guy that just cannot catch a break, no matter what happens yeah. in his life the underdog. and grabbing onto this one thing. I can be better than anybody else at this, but I just got to get past this one asshole, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. and it's, <laughs> and his chicken sauce. Yeah. Or his, yeah, his barbecue sauce or a uh, chicken wing. Yeah. His wing sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, sauce. but it's just kind of one of those things where it was like, I, that just, again, it, it was kind of like clerks too. It hit me at a, they were kind of within that same yeah. time frame of like, no, I understand this way too well. And I watched that movie. God knows how many times, yeah. you know, in and around that time. But again, it was comfort food. I could just, it wasn't just that I was connecting with it. It was, I can just turn off the world for a couple or an hour and a half, four hour, 45 minutes, yeah. however long it is. And just not worry about anything else see you know that's just <laughs> the crow is one of those that's a me. good one too yeah and i think i saw that thing like 12 or 13 times in the theater mm. in the theater um and that's not counting you know oh, home dude i watched it so many times when i got, when I got it on video i've had it on vcr yeah I've had it on dvd i've had it blu-ray, blu-ray. Ray. I know. it's like and that's like that was especially when i got it when i was given a copy for christmas one year and i used to fall asleep watching that movie yeah. every night just it was just to well, put it on, just put it on and let it play in the background. I don't want to think about what happened today. You know, you keep telling me about the me falling asleep during the movie at your house <laughs> yeah. one night. I, I still yeah, don't I know. know that I believe you. Yeah, no, that. it happened. I got plenty of people that can back me up on that one. But yeah, those types of you know, again, just kind of going back. It, it's like I said, it's it's complete. You know, we never really defined the the actual like comfort food. Okay, here in the South. Comfort food is a lot of carbs and starches, okay? <laughs> and well, fried food, okay? It's that stuff that like it make it, it it's comfort food is kind of that that endorphin rush that just feels good. You know, well, where it's just all right, it, yeah, it's yeah. It's not yeah, just yeah. a southern thing. No, it's, I know it's I'm just saying has their own here, comfort though. food. I mean, it it can be like if you're sick if we'll get it because I actually have food written down here. We'll talk about some stuff, okay? Okay, let's, a, so let's yeah. go. I, I was sick this week. Okay. And my wife, when there was one night, she immediately came in and goes, I know what you want for dinner. She's like, you're sick. I know what you mm-hmm. want. I go, what do I want? She goes, you want your cream of tomato soup, which is tomato soup made with milk mm-hmm. and grilled cheese sandwiches. And I was like, oh, that would be perfect. Again, lots of starches. Yeah. Lots of carbs. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, 
you know, that's just when I'm sick, that's what I want. I don't care how sick I am. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, that that's that's one of my comfort foods is tomato soup, cream of tomato soup and, and grilled cheese sandwiches. Probably my ultimate comfort food just in general yeah. is Mexican. I can see that. I mean, just like and that started when I was in my early 30s somewhere where it was because there was no, a, it started sooner than that because Every time we would go, you would go, hey, you want to go get lunch in college? Well, okay, okay. Uh, Actually, you know what? That's, that is, we would go up to El El Rey Aztec. Yeah. I know. Every time I go, hey, you want to go get some lunch, we would always end up at a Mexican restaurant. We would go up at El Rey Azteca or uh, Local Lupe's, one of the two. And now, part of those was also the fact that they were running drink specials at the time. Uh, (laughs) For you, man. For me, yes. For me, it was the chips and salsa. But that was the local Lupe's also, you know, it was, they, they ran karaoke and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And so that was kind of hang out where a bunch of us used to go and eat Mexican food and drink margaritas and beer and whatever. Do karaoke. And do karaoke and then make it home somehow. But yeah, that was, yeah, th- there, there, there were multiple places around like that. But, you know, but what I was getting to, that was like when somewhere in my early thirties, you know, whenever, again, things were not going so well in my life. There was this, there still is, it's still there, but it's run by somebody different. There was this little Mexican restaurant, not, I mean, like half a mile from my house. Yeah. Which one are we talking about? The, I forget what it's called today. Um, is it the one that's in the old Pizza Hut? That's what I was going to, yes. Okay. The one in the old Pizza It's been there for a little over 20 years now. Okay. And I used to eat there occasionally. Yeah. But about between 06 and 09. Six what, seventeen to fifteen year or whatever you know, fifteen years ago in that kind of area, yeah. fourteen years ago, fourteen to seventeen, whatever. That was kind of my that and one other place was my kind of. It's on the way home. I'm just going to stop in there. It's happy hour. You know, if I got out of work early enough, I was still catching the the afternoon specials on food as well you know type stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and i would just sit there and eat way too much food and either depending on how my mood either drink they had like the big mugs of, like of the 64 beer, ounce of beer and it was i would always get dosakis uh amber because i liked dark beer or do the two for one margarita depending you know, it was one of the two. It was one of those, all right. Even to the point where I quit drinking, they would still come around every once in a while and try to go ahead and set down whatever I was drinking. I was like, no, 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 I'm, drink- I'm done. I'm done. This is like, because I'd been coming in there for so long, they knew. I yeah. sit down and they would usually, one of the waitresses, the two waitresses that worked there in that time period, whoever section I was in would be, the, she was like, uh, Dos Equis or, or Margarita, which one tonight? And that was just kind of the yeah, whatever, you know. But but it was more with the food than anything. And that was like, you know, that became such a thing even, you know, because when we started the, at the time, the Cinegeek pod, podcast, you know. Yeah. It was here local as well at a comic store, where we a comic shop where we were doing it. And it literally was just like right down the road from that Mexican place. And so a lot of times I would go on Wednesdays because we were, we were doing it on Wednesdays. I would go and pick up my book, my comic books go back to the restaurant and sit there and read them and like I see drink you know drink margaritas or whatever and eat, yeah. eat food and get something to eat and then go to the to the the comic shop and then we would do the podcast and you know and that was kind of our you know that was the thing 
Luckily, those episodes are not still up because some of them got really dicey because I sat there too long drinking margaritas and stuff and then decided to go live on a microphone. And <laughs> yeah. You sober on a microphone. is Yeah, I know. You can only imagine what the drunk version of me yeah. on a microphone is. Uh, but it was just... That was, again, that was my routine. It was my comfort. This is the thing that, yeah. you know... This, uh, one of the other things there was... Uh, and before that became the routine... There was another place that had been around Nashville forever. It was this little place over in Inglewood, like just over past Broadley Park. I know anyone you live around here, unless you live here, you know what we're talking about. But it was like on a main road heading towards in downtown Nashville. And you get past this one, it's called Broadley Parkway, that goes all the way around the city. Kind of. No, it goes all the way around the city. Uh, even at that time, they had opened it up to where it went all yeah, the way around. Yeah, okay. But it was this little place. It was a drive-through place. It was called S. Fernando's, and and it literally, it was a little drive-through. Is it on the left? It going yes. towards Nashville? Yes, right in right inside of. I uh, remember that place. Yeah. Okay. Well, they moved, in, I think it was two thousand five or two thousand six yeah. or something like that. And they moved back closer in towards my side of town. And they went. The funny thing is, is that they reopened where. The Taco Bell used to be like in the old building before they built the new one. Okay. okay? And that was, I actually had to sit down as well, but I used to always just go in there. I would just always go through the drive through. Yeah. They had some of the best salsa I have ever had in my life. I wish to God that place was still around because I would go in and I would get their, their chicken tacos, which yeah. also amazing. Um, uh, and I'd get their, their chicken soft tacos. I'd get like two or three, four of them, depending on how hungry I was, and a bag of chips and salsa. And I would go home. And, of course, I usually had beer in the fridge or whatever. And that's, But I would just, like, veg out and watch TV or whatever it was and eat that stuff. And that was the best thing ever, again, of just being like, no, I will go in my room over here where all my stuff is away from everything else and watch TV and not be bothered for the next however long until I decide to come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, type stuff. <laughs> and then they closed. And that went away, and I lost my comfort. And I wound up going to the yeah. other restaurant for the longest time. Which I've eaten at that one with you. It is pretty good. It is. There, it's different now than it was. Yeah. It is. It's, it's I, a different menu. It's different cooks. It's different everything. I actually so. prefer your other Mexican restaurant. Oh, uh, Las Maracas. Las Maracas yeah, up yeah. on the hill. Yeah. yeah. Those, that one started over in East Nashville, and they, they opened this one over here about I don't know, seven or eight years ago. Yeah, I like in there. I like them a lot. Yeah, it might have been a little longer ago now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, they're good. But that just, yeah, that that was, you know, there are other, I mean, like these days, I don't do Mexican food as much, you know, but I will say this, and it's pretty, and you've had it, and it's cheap. Yeah. You know, you know where I'm going. <laughs> um, Little Caesars, deep dish pizza pizza. Yeah. I don't generally like Little Caesars pizza, but for no. whatever reason, one time I ordered, I was like, if I'm going to, all right, look, this is easy and cheap to go through the drive-thru and just pick up. And they, that was at that, at that time, you could still get the deep dish through the drive-thru without having to call ahead or yeah. anything. And I picked one up one day. I was like, you know what? This is actually really good. Yeah. And that kind of became my, hey, look, there, it's right around the corner from my house. I can use the app to order and then just drive through and then pick it up. You know, I can pay through the app, all that kind of stuff. Just drive through, pick it up, and then go back home. Yeah. Um, you, you know, type thing. And that's kind of become the thing I got. I, 
got you eating them. I, my son yeah, eats thank, them. My dad, my dad likes them better than any of the other stuff now and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. It's disgusting cheap pizza, but it just tastes good and it makes my belly feel good. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> You're not wrong, which is why I'm glad there's not a Little Caesars anywhere close to where yeah. I live at. Because pizza was never one of those like, I've always kind of oh. been like, I like pizza, but I was never like, I got to have pizza all the time. I'm, but for whatever reason, over the last, like, say, four years or so, that has become a, there are quite a few times when my son's with me, I'm like, dude, no. I'll ask him what he wants. He's like, I want pizza. I'm like, no, no, no. We've already had pizza twice this week. We're not doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> no, pizza is one of mine. I, I'll flat admit it. I, if my body could take it, I would probably eat pizza yeah. all the time. I just... You know, with my diabetes, the carbs, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I know. And that's especially since I, from last year, started watching more of that stuff after my doctor's visit where we got into it. And I basically said, I'm not going on all this medication. I'll prove that I don't have to. And have done a whole lot better since yeah. then and dropped and- weight and all that kind of stuff. But it's just like... Pizza, that, especially that pizza, that Little Caesars deep dish pizza is one of those things where like, okay, I can do this every two or three weeks. I can't do this every week, yeah. and I especially can't do it more. And so it's Especially just a, if I could find a place that does a decent Chicago deep yeah. dish. Well, that's the other thing. Pizza Hut's been trashed for decades. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, they're like... Domino's was never good. Um, they've kind of switched places. I don't know. But the Domino's Thin Crust mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. Well, for the longest time, my pizza, my go-to pizza was Papa John's. Oh, they had another. No, and not, they are terrible now. Yeah. I mean, they are terrible and expensive. Yeah. yeah, they are. Oh, my goodness, are they expensive. And so, like, oh, well, I'm glad that I found a cheap alternative. Yeah. But I, I like you said, I have to watch it. Of I cannot do this a lot. See so. where I, where I'm at. We've got a couple of local places mm-hmm. to where I don't really do chain pizza anymore. It's you know we've got a place in Pleasant View, north of local. Yeah, it's local. Uh, we just had we just had a second one move in called Firecrackers. Okay, that I haven't tried yet, but I'm going to give them a shot at some point. We've got two really good pizza places over in Ashland City now. Mm-hmm. And one of them is actually like a little Italian restaurant. You can go in there and sit down. Well, that's cool. And it's like family style Italian. It's okay. really good. It's oh, called cool. Vicolos. Cool. And we'll have to go there. It's okay. Point. Yeah, it sounds good. But Italian. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, you know. Italian. And you know what was another one, uh, just a real quick, that yeah. I've I've abandoned for multiple reasons? What's that? Fazoli's. Oh, yeah, that's not good Italian. Well, I know. But you know what? They used to be good fast food Italian. like, And they were cheap for the longest time. And then over, over time, they weren't cheap anymore. And the, the quality kept falling off and falling yeah. off. You know, one of the things that was so great about them was the breadsticks. Yeah. That was kind of, it was, it was, they were free. You know, they were unlimited. And it was like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they, they did the thing that I like with breadsticks where they just like coke, like just coated them with with garlic butter. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Give me, I don't want the stupid dry breadsticks, garlic breadsticks. Yeah, I want, want them sopping wet with, you, you know, want the soggy ones. Yeah. And that was great. Of course, they were also about 300 calories a piece. Yeah. And yeah, I, I could do that. But, but I noticed, especially over the last two years or so, the quality of their food is terrible to the point to where their breadsticks don't even taste like bread anymore. 
Like I'm like I don't know what this is, but this is not bread. Yeah, this is not bread. And their and their their um, spaghetti, you know, and that kind of stuff is the same. Where I'm like, this does not taste like food. Yeah, this 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 tastes like what vegans try to convince you tastes like bacon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's like, no, I've had bacon before. Do not try to convince me that this is bacon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's what this is like. No, I have had spaghetti and breadsticks before. Don't try to convince me that that's what this is because it is yeah. not. Quit putting, so, <laughs> quit putting marinara sauce over fiberglass. Yeah, and serving pretty it much. I mean, it's just, it's just nasty. But yeah, Italian food again. That's, you know, I'm there. Lasagna, all that kind of stuff. Again, yeah. lots of starches, lots of carbs mountains of taste so yes seasoning <laughs> lots and lots of seasoning okay music pink floyd wish you were here <laughs> see that did not take long at all did it <laughs> that is the one album that if i'm having a really really rotten day mm-hmm. i'm going in my office and i'm dropping the needle on that and i'm turning the lights out and i'm just sitting there listening to it yeah um Kind of the same way with uh, momentary lapse of reason. So Pink Floyd in general. Pink for you, Floyd huh? in general for yeah. Me. For the last, well, I won't say for the full time, but you remember when I worked at CD Warehouse the first time with the first. Oh, could I forget? Okay. If you walked into CD Warehouse and I was working, what was going to be playing more than likely? What album was going to be playing? I'm trying to remember. Oh, believe me. Anybody, everybody else could name this one that knows me that came in there during that time period. I'm going to say it, it was a U2 album. No. What was it? Counting Crows. Oh, yeah, it's right. Live from New York City, across, across the wire, live from New York that City. That was your Counting Crow era. That album just celebrated 25 years. It is by far my favorite live album of all time. And what it was, for those of you who don't know, uh, in 97, when the Counting Crows was doing, were on the um, Covering Satellites tour, they did two things for MTV Networks. They did a, an episode of Storytellers on VH1, and then they did Live from the 10 Spot on, on MTV one night where it was, they, they, they broadcast a live from New York. Yeah. From the Stein, or the... Hammerstein Ballroom, okay? So what they did is that MTV in, with them recorded the, both of those and then put out a double album. Uh, one of them was the storytellers. It was just the music. It wasn't all the stories that they told in between. It was just the music of them playing the songs. Yeah. And then they put out an edited version of the Live from the Ten Spy. And when I say that because I watched it when it was live on on MTV and they cut a couple of songs for the album. Yeah. And which nothing that really was egregious or whatever. But those two, you know, and really it was kind of one of those like one of them the disc was red, one of them the disc was blue. It was always one of those things that like, hey, if you're just kind of having a blah day, you can put on put on the blue disc which was the live from the Hammerstein Ballroom, okay? And it was like, okay, cool. If it was ever a red disc night, that was not a good night to be around. (laughs) 
that was one of those I am really not loving the world or anything in my life right now. I'm going to listen to this and have a few drinks and just feel sorry for myself for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've we've got to address something. Yeah. We've got Alan, the two the U two Joshua Tree years. Mm. Yeah. Well, we have Alan the U2 years. Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. And then we have Alan the Counting Crow years. They overlap. They overlap quite a bit, actually. Yeah, they do. Um, the, the two bands that I have seen in concert the most are those, are, two, are those two bands. I remember uh, when you were doing your Grateful Dead thing with the Counting Crows. I saw Counting Crows a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I saw U2 a lot. But yeah, I saw both of them a lot. And it, you know, again, they both of those... They both released albums that caught me at a time in life. Yeah. You know, multiple albums that caught me through era of my life, you know. So there were, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I can't say that I've really liked either one of a bulk of anything they've done over the last, let's say, 15 years. So uh, it's kind of a... Eh, I haven't really... Doug, anything they've done past recovering the satellites? Yeah, see, see, my favorite album from them is still the first one. August, that and everything August, out. August, and everything after is a great album. That that recovering album recovering the satellites a, has a vibe to it that just does yes, not. I agree. I agree. Recovering the satellites was different. Well, you had a different drummer at that point. Well, but they also it, it was a totally different vibe. I know you want to believe that the drummers changed the thing, but the music itself was different than from the first album. I mean, just in general. Yeah. They're actually what's really funny about them as we get into the weeds on this. I hadn't planned on it. If you look at their first, the the, the who played on their first album, okay, mm-hmm. it was more than just the drummer that that was different on the second album. Yeah, when they recorded August and everything after Dave Emmergluck played all the guitar, like all the lead guitar and everything yeah. on it. Okay, well he didn't really want. He was a friend of Adams of Adam Duritz. And he recorded, you know, he went in and recorded with them, but he said he didn't want to be in the band because he was already in another band. And so when they went out on a tour, they hired, um, and of course now I'm blanking on his name, Dan, um, Dan Vickery. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he wound up. He's still with them. Like he, yeah. he, he became their lead guitar player after that, but he did not play on that first album. Yeah. Okay. And then the guy that played drums for them in that first album, I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. My, my head. He was, um, but he went on to play for Third Eye Blind. Yeah. After he basically left, when he left them, he went to play with Third Eye Blind. But Ben Mize, who came in after him, played through he played on the next four or five I think the next four albums or something like that and then you had other and then the funny thing is that by the time they got to this desert life Dan Emmerglick came back Mm -hmm. and played with them so now they were like a seven piece they were a three guitar front (laughs) and it was like oh okay so he came back to this you know type thing it was weird like again we're getting in the weeds and all this kind of stuff but it was one of those things they 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 transformed quite a bit over those first three albums yeah you know and i think those first three albums 
are their best work as a whole. When you got into their fourth album, uh, Hard Candy, there's about half of a good album there. Um, no, there is. There's about maybe. half of a good album there, okay? Some songs I really love to this day are off that album, but then sure. there are songs that I will never listen to again that are on that album. Yeah. And then after that was, I think it was Saturday Nights and Sunday Mornings was the one after that. And there's really only one song on there that I like, and the rest of them I just really do not care about whatsoever. And it's kind of been that way with everything since then, where it's yeah. like, oh, I kind of like that song, and I don't care about any of the rest of this, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, that was that album though, Across the Wire, um, live from New York City, is one of those that even now, if I'm in certain moods, that's what I will go and throw on and listen to from beginning to end. And again. It depends on what kind of night it is, on whether or not it's the yeah the storytellers or the live from the ten spot. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah, I get that. So, but I, I could go on and on and on about certain types of music. Usually, it's songs. You know, or it's playlists that I've made in the last fifteen years or yeah. so of of songs that like. This stuff just really, you know, I can go through my phone right now and start and go through all the mult, many, 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 many playlists that are in there, and each one of them is, is comfort food for a different day that I'm having. So yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, I'm glad we kind of got that. Do you have anything you want to before we go into this next, this next last one that I I have written down here of what I consider comfort food? I don't think so. Okay. I have podcasts listed on here. I don't have. Okay. And when I say podcasts, I'm not talking about going down and listing off my favorite podcasts or the ones that I listen to all the time or whatever. Yeah. I'm talking about podcasts in general. Okay. Okay. In 2006, you know, when I started a new job, I was in a car a lot. Yeah. Uh, for my job, I had running paperwork all over the place. I across a couple of states, you know, type stuff. I wound up buying my first iPod and because I had all this music, yeah, but I couldn't take it with me. Well, bought the iPod, ripped everything in the computer, put it in there, you know, I bought the biggest one they had at the time, which I think was a 60 gig or something like that. I think my first one was an 80. Oh, you bought one after me then. Yeah. Uh, um, but it was that it was, that was the biggest one that was available at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I ripped everything in there and I was always like, what is this podcast setting they keep talking about? I don't know what this is, blah, blah, blah. After, a couple of months, I was like, all right, let's go check this out. And I just kind of started looking and I started finding podcasts. Yeah. And then that became the, I stopped listening to music when I was driving in the car. It became podcast. You know, when I would have to go into a, uh, you know, a government building to go drop off paperwork or pick up paperwork or this out of whatever, I would have my earbuds in and I was listening to podcasts as I was going through all that stuff and sure. waiting in waiting rooms and this and that, and blah, 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 and everything. And that, again, that started in 2006. I still listen to an ungodly amount of podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> and it yes, is very, very comforting being like, okay, this is what I'm listening to right now. Also, during that time, I can also say that sports talk radio was comfort food for a while because it was one of those things that I would listen to the local, you know, whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And I knew from this time to this time, this, these people are on the air and then over here, these people are here and this and that. I kind of, it was kind of one of those things you could like do your day by all that stuff. You know? Yeah. 
And I, I, it was a very, okay, I know who's going to be on in the morning. I know who I'm listening to, you know, starting at, at, at from 10 until, you know, until two or whatever it was, or 10 until one. And I know who's coming on from one to four. And I know who's going to be on from four until I get off work. And eventually, like I said, I got into the podcast and that kind of stuff went away. But I even found that in other, like, you know, like a lot of times whenever I like I was working, like, the family business, you know, we do a lot of like, you know, remodeling and that kind of stuff, you know, keeping up our own rental property and all this yeah. and that kind of stuff. And so you wind up, it's one of those things that you know, like the radio's on. And so it's kind of one of the th- those things where it's like, okay, I know who's on from this time to this time and from okay. this time to this time. And Well, if you're going to kind of get into radio, yeah. um, a couple that were comfort food for me while they were still on, one was Metal Shop. Which we've kind of talked back in, about. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. But there was another one that was on the, I guess it was the classic rock station mm-hmm. called Rewind. Mm-hmm. And it was this real deep I know, voice. I remember that. It was, yeah. it was uh, Westwood One. Yeah, Westwood mm-hmm. One show. And every weekend, those were the two shows mm-hmm. that I would listen to. And I, st- I still try to go back and find... Like, I'm sure that I know. I know that Metal Shop. There is a website that yeah. has a bunch of that stuff on there. But Rewind, you can't you find can't it anywhere. I it, wonder if West might go look at Westwood One and see if maybe maybe, maybe that was a. But I remember hearing some Rewind. I discovered some stuff. Yeah, like that you know, and it was always going back and listening to old bands, and, right? And and digging they would deep into a lot some of, of times have bands. interviews with the people in the band yeah. or a band member or a singer or but, whatever it was. Yeah, you know? that dude had golden pipes. Yeah, well, I know. It was I just know. like, ah, I, I wish I had his voice. But that was what I was kind of getting with with podcasts. It was like, and it still is a little bit where it's like, I know certain podcasts drop on certain days. Or yeah. even some of them that I listen to that are daily, I know about what time they're going to drop. You know, so it's kind of one of those things that a lot of times there's one in particular that I usually listen to while I'm laying in bed trying to go to sleep. You know, it's like I know it comes every night. It's going to be there unless something happens. You know, they, they don't mind up not recording that night or whatever. And it's one of those is like, fine, by the time I hit bed, it's going to be on my phone and I'm going to put it in my head, but or my earbuds and I'm going to be listening to this. Is this your Bigfoot podcast? No. You know, I haven't listened to that one. And I kind of I bounce in and out with that one. Like I'll go like months of listening to it, and then like I'll yeah. drop it for a while, but then I'll come back to it like months later. So, what's the one you're listening to when you're going to sleep? It it's a political podcast. I'm not getting into it. Oh, okay. Um, but I've even recently been doing the same thing with YouTube channels, like certain YouTube channels that like, oh, what did they do today? Because you know I subscribe to them or whatever. Yeah, it's one of those things that I might. A lot of times I don't really watch the channel so much as it'll be on and I'm listening to it while I'm laying in bed as opposed yeah. to because it's, you know, but there are, there are certain things. It's like, Oh, I know that this is going to be on the Y files is going to drop on Thursday night, you know, or this or that, you know, type stuff. And it's yeah. just like, okay, cool. It's comforting to know that that's there, that it's going to be something that again, for half hour to 45 minutes, I can just kind of that focus is. on this and not focus on anything else. I you get know? that. Yeah, I've actually been subscribing to some new YouTube channels here mm-hmm. lately. As you know, I've recently got my um, motorcycle endorsement, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of shopping around for a bike. And you watch the motors, and I will do that and, sometimes too. I'll just I watch, watch these guys talking about that riding, and they're talking about safety or, or do this or that or whatever, yeah. you know, or or how to how to or or even like motorcycle repair stuff or whatever. I do the same yeah. thing. I'm like, like yeah, there's just. Kind of, um, 
Jerry Palladino, I think, mm-hmm. with uh, Learn to Ride, and mm-hmm. he's like an old ex-police uh, motorcycle cop. Yeah. That, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've watched him. That yeah, does yeah. a lot of the slow exercise stuff. Right, How to yeah. take a big, heavy bike and yep. actually maneuver it. Yeah, all the, all the slow maneuver stuff. Yeah. Um, there's another guy that does a channel called uh, Professional Monkey. I've um, seen him too. That yep. does, you know, motorcycle repair. I'd say go and, check out Low Country, Low Country Harley. Okay. Um, I mean, I forget where they're out of, but that's actually the name of the, the shop, is the, yeah. the, the Harley shop. And this guy who has been repairing Harley Davidsons for close to 40 years and working in the, the shop. And he'll go through, this is how, you know, you do this yeah. and that and all this kind of stuff. And he'll do it for different bikes. You know, just like, it kind of, it's really kind of cool because it's, they're, they are a Harley Davidson service department yeah and he's like no look i've been working on these things forever this is how you do it this is how you can do it at home you know there, so. there's another guy out there by the he, he goes by black dragon mm-hmm. and he's actually a member of the black sabbath motorcycle club oh really that you you actually see in the movie biker boys oh really yeah oh, he wow. th- that club showed up in that movie but he's actually a member of that that club yeah and he talks about you know kind of motorcycle culture and club culture mm. and all of that. So I mean, that's kind yeah, of interesting I've, I've, to watch. that kind of stuff. I mean, those are, and those are for me. Those are things that I like will pop in and out of. From yeah, time. like it. A lot of times it's like whatever's on my front page on YouTube. If there's something about that, I'll, yeah. I'll pop over there and watch it, or you know, at least watch part of it or something. I don't necessarily Low Country. I do subscribe to because I'm always like, okay, how do I work on this thing? You know, uh, but yeah, but there's a whole bunch of others. Of I mean, just more than I could watch at any time, any given time, you know, but, yeah. but, and they're all over the place. I mean, they're, they are all over the place and the podcasts are kind of the same way too. You know, I have, I will have my, you know, my politics podcast that I listen to. I'll have my, uh, you know, my pop culture stuff that I listen to. I'll have my supernatural stuff that I listen to. I'll have my whatever random genre of, of, of fandom that I'm into that I'll listen to, you know, that, that yeah. kind of stuff where it's just this stuff over, you know, like just spread out over uh, just a wide range of things. And, um, and I'll also say this recording this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I have what? Oh yeah. That's doc Harley. Yeah. That's, that's him. him. That's him. Yeah. Doc Harley uh, with low country. Yeah. Subscribed. There you go. Doing this podcast, doing the podcast that I did prior to this one. Yeah was one of those things that when I moved into actually being a podcaster as opposed to just consuming podcasts for which I did for a couple of years before, you know, it was one of those things where I had the opportunity to be on one. And I was I thought that was the greatest thing ever and enjoyed it up until I my, right before my son was born. Nope. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. That was the biggest thing that got me off that podcast is like, look, I'm getting ready to have this tiny human being that's gonna need around the clock care for ever apparently (laughs) but especially for those first you know that first year and a half two years you know yeah so it's one of those things is like i can't always be here and if i can't be here every week i don't want to be a pop in once a month or you know once every couple month type person you know yeah and so i just you know it was and they were moving in a different direction it was a good time to call it quits and then whenever we did this it was like oh no i've got this back again now unlike that one, it was a weekly podcast, and we were recorded weekly. You yeah. know, the day changed over those five years that I was on the show. You know, it was started off. I think it was originally on Thursday nights, and then it was Wednesday, and then it was Monday at one point. It was Tuesday at one point. It was just kind of because stuff changed in yeah. life, you know. 
And so it was like, all right, that's fine. But I always knew that this is coming up every week and I'm going to be doing this. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, I know that every couple of weeks we're going to get together and record a few episodes and then I get to sit down and edit and do all this kind of stuff. And again, it's something it's like, it's very comforting right now as we're sitting here, it's like, what? I it's seven thirty, almost seven thirty. We're in this. We're in the. <laughs> we're in early late July. <laughs> we're in. We're the, in, a, we're in we're, the third week. Of yeah, July. yeah, and you know this this year July's got five weekends, so we're actually in the fourth weekend of the month right yeah. now. And you know we're sitting here in this in this wonderful studio that that we have here in my new place. With the windows, not the windows open, but the, but the blinds open, and the sun is almost down completely. And this is comfort like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Just being in here, and it's part of the reason those, I don't think I ever posted anything in our Discord about when this room was done, like the, the colors I painted it and all that kind of stuff. Well, you're still kind of working on it. Well, but I'm talking about the, these colors, okay? Yeah. I chose this particular color. It is a pumpkin orange it is a pumpkin orange very much so uh it's a light pumpkin orange you know and i did this on purpose because this is very calming it also very much simulates an autumn feel yeah and i guess maybe i have one more on this there is nothing more comforting to me than Late September, early October, walking outside and it being about 45 degrees. Yeah. With a nice cool breeze and leaves falling, you know, turn colors and they're yeah. starting to fall, you know, and that kind of stuff. And just it's the best time of the year being there and not worrying about anything else in the world whatsoever. Maybe sitting on my front porch, maybe out next to, you know, sitting on next to my fire pit or something like that. Not necessarily, not necessarily with the fire pit going, but just sitting out there while the sun's still up, but it's down in the sky, you know. And generally there's a, a wafting of wood smoke. Absolutely. Somewhere. And so that when I got to this new place and said this is going to be our podcast studio, I wanted to try to replicate that the best I yeah. could year round. Yeah. So, yes, podcasting has been a tremendous comfort for me over the last 15 plus years for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it was listening to or recording them myself because it's just kind of one of those it's that old friends mentality. Even if you don't know, actually know the people on the other end of it, it's these voices have been coming into my head for years. A lot of them, yeah. you know, been coming, I mean, just like, and I know I've been gone from the discord server for a little yeah. bit because real life is, just yeah. And there's been a lot of real life whipping my tail. And, um, but I enjoy visiting with those folks when I get the mm -hmm, chance. Mm hmm. I was glad that, you know, here recently Miss So came back on again. Yeah. I know she's she's, she's been, been dealing with some stuff. You she's know, been and, dealing with real life. Too. And, you know, it's one of those that I had not heard from her in a while anywhere. And she also just popped up one night. And I was tremendously happy Yeah, to know that, that she's doing 
as okay as she can be right now. Yeah. You know, so that was... Hang in there. We're thinking about you. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and so, yeah, but everybody has whatever. You know what? You know something we didn't even bring up that's very much a comfort food? What's up? Coffee. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Waffle House could go in that as many times oh. as we have sat at Waffle House the food itself but also just sitting at Waffle that House atmosphere. drinking coffee yeah. and talking about whatever BS is just whatever on. BS yeah. you know uh, and, and, you know that kind of stuff so um, yeah that that is I know everybody has theirs when this episode drops I would I want to ask our our audience to do a couple things for us uh, the first one, if you're on, if you're not yet on our Discord, go. I know Discord can be a little scary at first if you're not already on it, you know that kind of thing. But it really, you'll you'll get the hang of it very quickly, yeah. and it's okay to be a lurker. It is fine to be a lurker. On Absolutely, it. yeah, it's a, but it is also one of those things where we do have a good community over there. Oh yeah. That absolutely be, that could be bigger and greater. You know, and I'm not necessarily for numbers, but just a greater community in general. Yeah. You know? I would encourage you to go. There's a link in in the show notes. Go at least come over and check come it out. Come over, check it out. You know, if you don't like it, you don't have to stay. It's not, it doesn't cost you anything. It's you know whatever. It's free. It's free. Exactly. Uh but the other thing is that if you do that or when you do that those of you, those of us who are already on there, Dave and I probably not so much since we've just spent over an hour talking about this, but tell us about those things that are comforting to you. Yeah. You know, what is it? What, what is, what are those things? You know, make the posts on the, on the podcast tab or whatever, you know, it's like, look, this is, this is what, this is where, this is what I do when I need to just go and not think about the world for a while, because we all do it. In some shape, way, or form, hey, you know, and you may give somebody else a new avenue to absolutely go you know, and check something out. And you know, not only that, but one of the things that I learned in my forties—I know I'm barely hanging on to it still, but I'm still hanging on to them barely. I, lost, <laughs> I lost the forties. Is that talking about the things in your life? that means something to you in whatever capacity it is with someone else is tremendously helpful for both of you. It helps you to say, Hey, when things are not going great for me, this is what I do. Yeah. And it helps the person who is listening to you to be like, that gives me a little more insight to who you are. And then they can turn around and say, Hey, you know, whenever things aren't going great in my life, or I just need to chill out for a while, this is what I do. And again, you get that back and forth. Yeah. And maybe, you know, because at some point, a lot of these things that we talked about on here, you know, I don't do any longer for one reason or another. Some of them is very good that I don't do them any longer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I won't go into it, but Dave and our, our friend Corey <laughs> have both had to sit and listen to me run down the things that have like, hey, when I'm doing this, 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 and this, things are not going good in my life. And they're like, please stop telling me about these things. <laughs> I'll tell you one that I didn't put on here that I will share. Okay. Video games. Yes. Okay. And very specific video games. I know that since, I don't know, for close to 20 years now, 
whenever things were just not going great. It started off initially with NCAA football, whatever year it was, okay. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, it went to Madden as well. And it's still, for me, Madden because there's not a new NCAA, it hadn't been a new NCAA football in years. Okay. Of when I really just need to nope out for a while, I will go and sit down and start playing that. And it's not necessarily, for me, it's not necessarily about playing the game itself. It's all the other stuff. It's the trades and, you know, the scouting for the next season, you know, for the, the, the oh, coming. Okay. And, yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff. And I especially used to love that with NCAA football because there was so much you could do without ever actually playing a game. Yeah. You know, of <laughs> yeah, it's, it's busy. It, it, it's, like, it's like everything that has nothing to do with the actually playing the game. But I can lose hours going in and like, you know, like basically like, you know, um, going and advancing through an entire season, like let it advance, you know, yeah. you know like where it advances the playoffs and see if, you know, my team that I put together actually made the playoffs or whatever. And then getting into the off season and then going through, okay, who am I going to keep? Who, oh, should I trade this person? Should I do this? Well, blah, blah, okay, let's, let's go look at the scouting for the, the, the draft and this and that. And then basically, you know, get through all that stuff and then just like hit advance the playoffs again and let it go all the way through and see where that runs out. And like wind up doing like 10 or 12 seasons of that type of stuff yeah. over uh, way too long of a time that I should have been sitting in front of the TV doing that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or fantasy draft. That's one of the things I really love of like whoever the current, you know, that current year and like this, I know we're the, the way I'm setting up this, this franchise is I'm doing fantasy draft and then just like seeing what's the best team I can draft out of who's available, yeah. you know? So yeah, I've got several and, I'm going to have to dig through my boxes of stuff and see if I can find my Atari 2600 again, because that one for me was yeah for a long, for a lot of years was my kind of comfort video game, mm-hmm. you know, with asteroids and Pac-Man. I know. And well, you know, there was stuff, especially on the, God, I cannot tell you how many times I played through Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, you the were the first one. You were a Nintendo but, kid, and and the Legend of Zelda, and several other games like that. Uh, Dragon Warrior, I would play that yeah. like once a year. I know it took a long time, but I would, I would, I would play through that game like once a year. But then, whenever I got the Sega Genesis again, I cannot tell you how many times I played through those first three Sonic games, like yeah. over and over and over and over and over and over so again. I never just, had the Genesis. I wanted the Genesis because mm-hmm. I was such a Mortal Kombat guy. And the Mortal Kombat Love was the other two. I would Mortal sit Kombat. and just like go through an entire tournament, or, you know, and but stuff. Yeah. When I finally got my first PlayStation, the game that I kept going back to was the Tony Tony Hawk. Hawk yeah, yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That you know. We can go to a game. serious deep dive into that but stuff. Right now, the only video game system that I have hooked up is my original. I've got the original Xbox. Yeah. And I've been looking for one of those, and you can't find them. And the two games that I go back and forth between when I've had a really super bad day is Tiger Woods Golf mm-hmm. and such a fun game back Need for Speed Underground. I was never big on the racing games, but yeah, that that was a good one. It, a, it was, and it's more about building the cars, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having to ra- you right. race to get the money and trying right, to get good right. to race, and actually then building the car and setting the car up for the certain races mm-hmm. and all that. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, again, we could probably do a yeah. whole episode about that, you know, comfort video games. But yeah, I yeah, it's the same thing. You know, that's a, um, 
I know I really, really fell into Skyrim <laughs> when that game came out. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. See, I only, spent hundreds of hours on that stupid game. The only video and, <laughs> game, James Bond video game that I ever played. No, Skyrim. Elder Scrolls. Oh. No, not oh, Skyfall. Yeah, okay. Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim. I never got to play oh, that. Oh, my God. I spent hundreds of hours on that game. I kind of did the same thing with um, Breath of uh, Legends Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. When, when it, the Switch was, you know, came when it came out on that. I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom since it was released, you know, a couple months ago. But I'll be honest, it's like that was one of those games I sat down and I played a bit, quite a bit the first night. And then I played a little more the next night. And then I came back like a week later and I played, you know, several hours one night. Yeah. And it's just kind of been like in between those sessions, it's getting longer and longer. And I just have not enjoyed it as much as I did Tears of the, uh, you know, um, Breath of the Wild. It's essentially the same thing. I mean, of course, it's it's different, but I mean, but it's that same style, you yeah. know, that open world, more of the, you know, the RPG type thing, which I really love. But for whatever reason, I'm just not as invested in this one as I was that first one. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of it was something completely different for Zelda. Yeah. And it was really cool. And also kind of coming off that Skyrim from just a couple of years prior of me playing so much of it. It's like, oh, this is kind of the same thing, but it's this character that I've known for 30 plus years and I really love yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. And now it's kind of like, oh no, see, I've played through that <laughs> game at least one and a half more times since then. And now I'm playing something else that picks up directly after that one ends. But I think I've played through it so much before that I really don't care so much about this adventure. You know, know. <laughs> who knows? Also, yeah. it's like I've said many times: the older I get, the more I like the idea of video games as opposed to actually playing Play, video yeah. games. Yeah. So when I find myself in a place where I am obsessively playing video games, I know my life is not going well. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> And we will not get into any of the other things on that list. So. Yeah, let's leave that alone. There's no need to give there our listeners really nightmares. There really is none. There is none. So, yeah, anyways, but like I was saying, go check out the Discord. Share your, you know, share. Talk to us. Talk to us. You know, talk to each other. Don't just talk to us. Talk to each other. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you guys to do is, if you have not already, subscribe to the to the show through whatever aggreg- aggregator you use, okay? Whether it's whether it's Apple or whether it's over over or what do I use over uh, Overcast or whether it's Podbean or whether it's Go- uh, Podcast Guru or any whatever it is that you're using. Google Google is I think our number two. Like Google Podcast is our number two okay. uh, on there, uh, and that kind of stuff. Fine, do it. Podcast Addict, whatever it is that you're using, you know, do it. That's awesome. We appreciate it, but whichever one, here's the other little thing, whichever one of those that you're doing, also please go and rate us and leave a, and leave a, um, a review. Please. Because that helps tremendously to like get us up charts and stuff to where other people find this so that we can grow that community. And I know we have not asked you guys to do this very often, but it's something that we really have decided we really need to do. <laughs> I mean, we've got a good community, but it would be awesome if we could grow that community into something more and when I say something more, that does not necessarily mean more listeners or anything else. It just means taking the community that is already great and making it greater. Yeah. So 
I guess on that, <laughs> I'll I almost segued us seamlessly into the end of this show. <laughs> I'll, I'll beg if it helps, please. Dave will beg. Please. I will not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have but, no shame in my game. Yeah, well, you know. So, guys, thank you so much for enduring all of this and <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I know we kind of rambled, but I told you, I told you up front, this was going to be rambly and that's where we are. So for the project Gen X podcast, I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith. I am the other guy, big Dave. And we thank you immensely for sharing this time with us every, every week because, or every it, other week. Well, usually it's every, yeah, every other week, I guess that's where we are now. We're going to get back to every week eventually, but for sharing this time with us every every episode how about that there we go i like that and um we really do we really do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us and uh we will be back with um something i think is going to be divisive in this room so (laughs) and now for something completely different uh so guys thank you so much and we will see you next time see ya Biscuit, seriously. Calm down. You can hear Biscuit off just off mic. <laughs> it's like, just calm down, buddy. You're okay. Uh, I know you are the ultimate comfort food because you'll come over and snuggle and give kisses and, you know, all that kind of stuff and just lay down all day long. I know. <laughs> now it's your turn, Dave. <laughs> Love on him. Love on him. All right. <laughs> comfort him. <laughs> this is going to make my dog so jealous. If you guys can see I this, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's just like nudging Dave's hand like, Love on me. <laughs> uh, so...